Hace Inglés presenta Into the Story, el podcast para aprender inglés con historias reales contadas por gente de todo el mundo. Today's story is about living with diabetes, vivir con diabetes. Our storyteller will be Scylla from Australia. Cuando Scylla era muy joven, sus padres descubrieron que tenía diabetes, una enfermedad que significa que su cuerpo no produce los niveles de insulina necesarios para dirigir bien los alimentos. Because I can't remember life without it, it's all I've ever known. So it's never like I had to adjust to anything major. I think it was a much bigger adjustment by parents. In today's story, you'll hear Scylla explain stories from her childhood growing up with diabetes. She also shares her experiences living and traveling with an insulin pump, su bomba de insulina, a small medical device that she wears on her stomach to control her body's hormone levels. After so many years, life with diabetes is pretty normal for Scylla, but it does sometimes get complicated, like when she unexpectedly lost her insulin pump. Keep listening to find out what happened that day. Before we talk about today's vocabulary, could you do us a huge favor and share this episode with a friend who is improving their English? More listeners mean we can continue producing more stories for you. Subscribing and leaving a positive review are also excellent ways to support the show. I'd like to give a personal thank you to Angeles, who recently left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. She says, Brie hace excelentes podcasts que mejoran tu nivel de inglés. Angeles, thank you so much for your kind words. I would like to say that even though it's my voice that you hear, I cannot take all the credit for making this podcast. There's a team of us working to produce Into the Story, and it takes us many hours to create each episode. So from all of us at AC, thank you for your support and helping us continue doing what we're doing. Okay, antes de escuchar la historia de hoy, veamos cinco palabras y expresiones interesantes que utiliza Scylla en este episodio. Firstly, a hassle. The word hassle... H-A-S-S-L-E, can be used as both a noun and a verb. If I hassle someone, it means that I annoy them. But if something is a hassle, then it means that it is an inconvenience. For example, driving to work in peak hour traffic can be a real hassle in the mornings. Hassle. Next up, Another word that can be used as both a noun and a verb that you'll hear Scylla use today, back up. A back up is a secure copy of something like a digital document or file that you make to avoid losing the information. Similarly, if someone backs up their computer, it means that they make a replacement or copy of the computer contents. In today's episode, Scylla talks about carrying around Back up supplies for her diabetes. Back up. Next, to work out. This phrasal verb, to work out, has a couple of interesting meanings in English. To work out can mean, of course, to exercise. 
But if I say I need to work out my weekend plans, it means I need to plan or organize them. But then if I say we need to work out this math problem, it means that we need to solve the math problem and find an answer. So to work out can mean to exercise, to plan or organize, and to solve, to work out. The next expression is to backtrack. To backtrack in English means to review your steps or actions. In Silla's case, she needed to backtrack and visit all the places that she had been to earlier in the day to find her insulin pump. To backtrack. And finally, to be hard on oneself. If you are hard on someone or hard on yourself, it means that you criticize them or you criticize yourself in a way that is very strict and not very fair. For example, a teacher could be hard on the student's work, or parents can be hard on their children. To be hard on oneself. Si quieres la transcripción, la ficha de vocabulario y un test de comprensión de este episodio, sigue el enlace en las notas del programa. Okay, let's get into the story. So my name's Silla. Uh, it's short for Priscilla. I'm 31 years old. I live currently in England, in Oxford. I'm originally from Australia and I'm going to go back to Australia soon. I was diagnosed with diabetes when I was three. I got very sick. My body wasn't making insulin and my blood sugars went really high. And very high is about, I think it was around 27. So that's like five times over the normal reading. And the symptoms you have when you're really unwell are things like I got really, really thirsty. I felt very tired. I wanted to go to the toilet a lot. I just felt very ill. So, yeah, that's when it started. And just like that, Scylla's life with diabetes began. She and her family had to learn a lot about the illness its effects on the body, and how best to manage it. The type 1 is when your pancreas, so that's an organ in your body, it stops making insulin, which is a hormone. Now, what insulin does is help to regulate your blood sugar. So when you eat something, insulin is released, and it then helps to keep the sugar in your blood very level and very even. So that's type 1, that's what I have. Type 2, probably more known as the adult diabetes, generally to do with lifestyle. You still make insulin, but you don't make it as well. So people might have to take tablets or change their diet, but my type, my body completely stopped making insulin. Because I can't remember life without it, it's all I've ever known. So it's never like I had to adjust to anything major. I think it was a much bigger adjustment for my parents, particularly my mum. My mum had to learn how to do things like carbohydrate counts, so carbohydrates in food, and you have to have give yourself injections with the insulin in it. Besides the injections and carbohydrate counting, Scylla led a pretty normal life, but there were a few challenges that came with being a kid with diabetes. When I was younger, the thing I remember finding the hardest is that I'd go to parties and there'd be all this food that all the kids could eat 
and I couldn't eat as much of that food because you do have to be careful how much sugar you have. You had a much more restrictive diet. I could occasionally have sweet things but not much. But as a kid I found that really hard and there was often times I couldn't go to sleepovers at friends' houses because I'd need an injection just before going to bed and an injection first thing in the morning. And I remember that, finding that really hard. And then when I was 15, I went on what's called an insulin pump. So it's a little machine that I wear on my outside, like I clip it to my jeans or a belt. And it has a little tube that sits under the skin and it constantly gives me little amounts of insulin. And since I got that when I was 15, it's definitely made life much, much easier. Thanks to her insulin pump, life with diabetes became much smoother for Scylla. She didn't have to give herself injections anymore, nor did she need to manually check her insulin levels. Scylla and her insulin pump have, however, encountered some complicated situations. I'm very used to it now. I think one thing that I found probably where it gets to be more of a hassle is when I travel, because I love traveling. But as probably people can imagine, going through airport security, I've gone to some countries that don't understand much about diabetes and I've gone through and they've tried to take my diabetes supplies off Doha when I went through. They're like, we need to take this off you. And I said, no, I need to keep it with me. And it was a bit of arguing with them having very limited English. (laughs) I think I've learned to try to feel as relaxed as I can. I don't get very anxious or stressed. I figure it's all going to work out in the end. It's just part of traveling as a diabetic because I have to carry all my supplies with me, which include like my insulin and things for my pump and things for doing blood tests and checking my blood sugar and backup of everything and extra supplies. (laughs) So I've got a lot to carry. So, yeah, so there's a lot of, I think, misunderstanding and people just not sure what all this stuff is that I carry Um, But it's never, it's always worked out in the end. And I think as time goes on, there is much more understanding about people carrying certain medical devices as they travel. In order for the insulin pump to administer insulin and regulate her body's sugar levels, Scylla needs to have the device attached to her stomach all day and night. If you can imagine, it's like constantly wearing a small mobile phone on your belt. I can take it off for up to two hours if I'm like swimming or at the beach, but I need it most of the time. There was this one time I lost it and it was terrible. So I was at the gym. Um, There was these little kind of square open lockers that you just pop your bag in at the front of the gym. And I um, went to that and put my bag in it and then I unclipped my pump so it's um, clipped into the little site that st- sits on my stomach. I unclipped it and then I put it in my bag. Now, I was probably either already listening to music or just not concentrating, but I put it in my bag and then did my workout. I probably worked out for like 45 minutes to an hour. So I went back to my bag at the end, picked it up. Then I walked out of the gym And I got in my car, drove back home, got in the shower, had my shower, got out of the shower, got dressed and then went to put my insulin pump back on. And I looked at my bag and searched my bag and realised it wasn't in there. And when I first realised, I think I felt quite like I started to feel quite stressed and anxious. 
and I was like, oh my goodness, where is it? And I just searched and searched. And what comes into my mind as well is that uh, this pump is worth about 5,000 euros. So I think, oh my goodness, that's a very expensive machine. Has someone stolen it out of my bag and known that it was an insulin pump or has it just dropped out of somewhere? So I searched and searched. I was probably getting more and more stressed. And then I thought, okay, I have to backtrack. I need to retrace my steps. And then I thought, okay, while I was at the gym, maybe it somehow dropped out of my bag at the gym. So I went back. I think I must have had a little look and couldn't find it. And then I went back to the desk and it turns out someone had handed it in. And I felt so relieved. And what I think happened is that when I took my pump off and put it in my bag, it dropped into someone else's bag. It actually dropped out of my bag into someone else's because there was no crashing noise. So it's not like it crashed onto the ground, but it probably hit like someone's soft bag and they took it home with them. And fortunately, they obviously opened their bag and saw <laughs> this isn't mine. Good workout was from the gym, so they took it back to the gym. Oh, so happy, so happy. A massive grin. I just was like, oh, my goodness. After experiencing the stress of losing her pump, Scylla was clearly so relieved and pleased to find it back at the gym where she last saw it. Living with diabetes is something that Scylla is well accustomed to by now, but certain days can be more of a struggle than others. I can probably be a bit more critical and hard on myself than what I should be. The doctors say you're doing a really good job, but I think what can happen is that sometimes you just have days where you've got a really high blood sugar and it makes you feel awful, but you just kind of get on with it and live your normal life. And I try my best and I still feel that now that like even though I've had this illness now for 28 years, it's never stopped me doing anything. Like I've been able to travel the world. I'm planning to go skydiving next month and I've got to do all sorts of different sports. I, I got to run a half marathon. It's never stopped me doing things I want. Sometimes I have to delay slightly, but it's never stopped me. So I think we have a pretty good relationship now. As she mentioned in today's story, Scylla did in fact go skydiving with her pump and she continues to do a lot of sport. Everything from Pilates to running. And since recording this podcast episode, Scylla and her insulin pump have made it home to Australia, where she plans to stay for the next little while. Scylla, we wish you the best on the next chapter of life with diabetes. Para escuchar los más de 30 episodios de Into the Story y no perderte los siguientes, suscríbete ahora en Spotify, Apple Podcasts, o en tu reproductor de podcast favorito. Okay, everyone, until next time, we hope you have a good time, or at least a good story to tell. <laughs>